0: You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network.
1: When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729 8642 or go to blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R Y.com. Welcome
2: Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
0: For the weekend of Friday, April 30th, 2021, during our 26th year, bringing you into tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. We have, of course, some tech news and commentary before we get back to your calls. But we not only appreciate you tuning in, but love it, absolutely love it, when you participate, when you call in and let us hear you. And there are so many easy, fun ways To participate now that we couldn't make it any easier for you unless we came to your house and held a microphone in front of your face. Then they would have us arrested. Yeah, probably. Well, we'd wear a mask. okay. I didn't say we'd break into your house. We would come with an invitation, of course. But that's too much trouble and, you know, who wants to travel and all that anyway. Yeah. So instead... Here's a couple different fun
1: ways to participate. Couldn't be easier. Stop by our site at intutomorrow.com, and you hit the red Ask Dave microphone on the right side. Make uh, sure you
0: pronounce the K. Sometimes it doesn't sound like you're
1: saying Ask Dave. Okay, so put the hit the Ask Dave Thank button. You. Thank you. Um there at intutomorrow.com over on the right side of the page. You could uh, call our 800 number, 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686. You can text the same number. Just give us your first name, where you're listening to us from, and how you listen to the show. Okay. You can use our free Into Tomorrow app. We've got a message studio option in there. It makes it sound like you're sitting right here. It's very clean audio. Yeah. We've had many people now with the
0: updated version. Make sure you have the latest version. So go to your favorite app store and search Into Tomorrow. And if it says update, hit that update button. Mash it. Don't hurt your phone or your finger. But get the update and then participate that way. What other ways? There's
1: so many other ways. You could uh, send us a letter. Nah, okay, don't do that. That's Just boring. make sure it's written in calligraphy and it's got a wax seal on the envelope.
0: Okay, and some <laughs> perfume or cologne on the outside. Yeah. It was like, wow, look at that. Yeah, okay, that's one way to do it. Anyway, I did mention some tech news and commentary. Samsung, whoop-de-doo, had another, I wouldn't say big event. Uh, it's yeah. their third one, I it's, think, this year. Third
1: event just of the year, and it's only April.
0: Yeah, I know. Or if you're listening in early May, it's only May. But well. still, they had the event last week, which was still April. Yeah. And who knew they had laptops? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they're, they're apparently not very well known here in the U.S., which is why they were holding this event. They were, they were promoting their Galaxy Book laptops. Uh-huh. So they have some new models that are starting about $1,000. Yeah, the Galaxy Book Pro. Mm-hmm. And then for about $1,200, you have got the Pro 360. And they've apparently got a budget Galaxy Book, um, about $1,400 Galaxy Book Odyssey gaming laptop. How is that a budget one for know. 1400 bucks? Well, the 14 is the apparently the gaming laptop. Oh, I don't okay. see a price here for the budget one. Oh. It's still, I guess, if you have to ask, it's too expensive. Yeah, right. So, they, <laughs> But
0: they did apparently release it. The Galaxy Book Pro, I understand, is a clamshell, while the Pro 360, as you might expect, is kind of a two-in-one. Uh, both come in 13 and 15-inch. Oh, and... Blue, bronze, or gold? Thank you very much.
1: Um, They they both got OLED displays and uh, Samsung's built-in low blue light technology. Ooh. Which I guess is supposed to help you with you know seeing at night. I know you know you've got your phones that can kind of turn yellowish to eliminate that blue light to help you sleep. Mm-hmm. At night. Doesn't help. Yeah. The Pro 360 supports the S Pen stylus, which is bundled with the device. Um, they've got Mac OS like live wallpapers that change with the time of day.
0: But it's not Mac OS. It's Android. Right. It's, right? Mac it's
1: Mac OS like.
0: It's Mac OS like.
1: Yeah. Oh boy.
0: Keyboard has lower travel at one millimeter. Not even sure what that means, but refined scissor switches
1: for better bounce. like it when your keyboard bounces. Oh, jeez. That's why I like an old mechanical keyboard. You like yeah. keyboards that you can tell you've pushed the button. And, and you hear that click. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, and, of course, Samsung claims that you can get 16 hours of work time out of the battery and up to 8 hours on a 30-minute charge.
0: Well, I was going to say, we'll see. But, no, they don't send us stuff, so we won't see. Members of the Senate Judiciary Committee attacked Apple and Google, good job, for their App Store policies. And Senator Amy Klobuchar predicted that they will face Justice Department probes. Some of them may enjoy those probes and legislation over their practices. Developers say the tech giants wield their market power to charge excess commission fees. But the companies say they need to exercise tight control to maintain security and fight fraud yeah right. What do you think eight hundred eight nine nine into I'm curious what our audience thinks about that um, while Apple and Google continue to deal with their in store policies and apple especially just ripping people off uh developer wise taking huge chunks of commissions for stuff that they had nothing to do with except pass it through yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Absurd. Speaking of ripoffs, following the release of Apple AirTags and Samsung SmartTags, T-Mobile is getting in on the game. (laughs) The mobile carrier this past Wednesday introduced the SyncUp Tracker, a new addition to T-Mobile's line of SyncUp products. The tag uses T-Mobile's nationwide LTE network and pairs with the SyncUp Tracker app for iOS and Android. The SyncUp Tracker gives near real-time tracking and virtual boundary alerts. The tag doesn't need to be in a specific range or near a smartphone to work, according to the press release. The SyncUp Tracker also sports a light sensor and rings to help you identify it more easily or to find it more easily. The tag, they say, is water and dust resistant with a rechargeable battery that they claim lasts about a week, depending on your use. The battery lasts a week? Yes. Well, that's not very long. It's just you got to charge it.
0: Oh, jeez. Okay. But I'll bet T-Mobile wishes that they had that announcement out before the Apple event. I'm sure. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we'll see how that goes. Speaking of smartphones, uh, the camera technology will continue to get more sophisticated into tomorrow as companies offer new features and better zooming ability that will also make handsets lighter and less bulky. That will be nice. Canada's scope Photonics, for example, is developing a camera that will keep pictures sharp even when using the zoom lens. Now that, in and of itself, will be a major step forward. So I hope they can continue to work on that and then get that technology in some of the new smartphones.
1: DoorDash is launching lower-priced delivery options for U.S. restaurants, responding to criticism that the commissions it charges are too high for the beleaguered industry. That's good news for the restaurants – not so good news for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the San Francisco delivery company stated this past Tuesday that it will offer a new basic plan that will charge restaurants 15% per order for delivery or around half the current cost of plans. Uh, that plan will limit the delivery area and shift more delivery costs to customers, who for example might now pay 4.99 for a delivery that used to cost only 2.99. Great. Yeah. Well, wow, what does that tell you? Shop somewhere else. Yeah, well, that's one reason. I don't use DoorDash anymore. Of Plus, their dashers, as they always call, always mess up my order. I mean, the last time I, I ordered from DoorDash, the first time I ordered from DoorDash, they deliver, I ordered two uh, pastas with meat sauce. They brought me a pasta and a meat sauce. No pasta in there. So I got a credit that I, I had to use, and I, which I sat on for a while. When I finally used the credit, I used it to order Italian food from another place. When the dasher left it, he left it on the ground right in front of my door so that when I opened my door, it knocked the package over knocking the, the top off, spilling my pasta all over the bag. Great. Well, I,
0: see, that's some rocket scientist delivery person who
1: doesn't yeah. think, oh, wait, the door is opening out, so let me put it off to the side slightly. Yeah. I didn't even bother fighting that and looking for a credit because I knew I would never use it. I just deleted <sighs> the DoorDash app from my phone, never to install it again. Wow. Hey, did you know that checking your phone was contagious? Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Like yawning? Somebody else in the room, and then now you yawn? Once a person glances at their cell phone, Check this out when you're in a group of friends or family. It'll take just about 30 seconds for others in the vicinity, might even just be restaurant, the table next to you and so forth, to do the same. Researchers sent people functioning as trigger participants into several settings and had them either look at their phones while touching buttons or look up while touching the phone. They found that about half of the other people in the area would then check their phones just after the trigger looked at theirs, but weren't nearly as likely to look at their phone if the trigger didn't look at theirs, but only picked up the phone, but didn't look at it. So if you, in a group of people, restaurant, whatever, hey, we're meeting some friends tonight, as a matter of fact, go have dinner, let's try it, and just pick up the phone and look at it and look around, and see if other people just automatically pick up
1: their phone and look at it. Well, I have been guilty of being at the grocery store, and I'll hear somebody's, you know, iPhone ringing a couple aisles over, and I can tell it's not my phone ringing. You look at it But I've anyway. still pulled my phone out of the pocket and looked at it, just because. I mean, I realize it's not my phone ringing, but for whatever reason, my my brain is still telling me, look at the phone.
0: I just think it's fascinating <laughs> that researchers have set up with trigger participants to just go to various places and see it happen, and it does. Yeah. So after only about thirty seconds, it might take that long or considerably less.
1: But that's fascinating, I think. Tesla's profits hit $438 million for the first three months of this year, the most Elon Musk's electric vehicle manufacturer and solar panel company has ever earned in a single quarter. Wow! But a look under the hood at what is powering those profits is leaving investors disappointed. Nearly a quarter of Tesla's profits, or about $101 million, came from selling a portion of the company's stake in Bitcoin, which means the company made more from Bitcoin than it did from the sale of cars. That's sad. I mean, it's very sad, and it's also very bizarre,
0: because that's true. They bought up a lot of Bitcoin, which last time I checked was still selling for like $50,000 a coin. Really absurd. But... The fact that they sold so much and made more from, from the sale of Bitcoins
1: than from the sale of Tesla cars, that's yeah. wild. The, Tesla in February disclosed that the company had bought $1.5 billion worth of the digital currency. Mm. Um, they said they also planned to hold on to the Bitcoin as part of its risk management strategy and also to facilitate customer purchases in the cryptocurrency because they were obviously the first car manufacturer to accept Bitcoin yeah. as payment for True. a vehicle. And, of course, they didn't hold on to all of it because they sold a bunch and made so much more money.
0: $101 million dollars in profit. Oh, my gosh. I, I managed to afford to buy one little tiny fraction of a piece of a Bitcoin. I think I did two $300. That's it. It's not even one. Because one is 50000 or more, lately, depending. And it fluctuates by the second, you know, if you follow that kind of cryptocurrency. But I made more with Dogecoin or Dogecoin. However you say it, which is something else that Elon Musk is calling him the father of Dogecoin as cryptocurrency. And I don't usually dabble in any of that kind of stuff. But a friend of mine prompted me and said, listen, I made $2,000 on an investment that was less than a grand. And he held on to some and it paid off very well. And he was buying us dinner and
1: all that. Hey, that's how you did it. I'm in. I'll do a little bit of that. Yeah. See, I don't know about any of that stuff. I'm the I'm the kind of person that would keep, you know, cash in an envelope under his mattress or something. That's yeah,
0: something but it doesn't right. it, it doesn't uh, multiply or it doesn't give you more cash the next
1: time you look under your mattress. You used to earn more if you put it in a bank versus that, but you don't oh, now. Geez. So that's yeah, I just
0: keep my cash with me at how, home. How many different <laughs> savings accounts are paying, you know, four tenths of a percent or something? It's just absurd. So you've really got to be daring and And have a little bit of money, a few hundred bucks maybe to play with, if you will and if you and if you are patient, it could happen now, I say I made money, but of course i haven 't sold it so i 've watched it go up and down i mean it 's a typical roller coaster because there certainly are risks more so in that than in stocks generally these days. So you just have to say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to buy some, stash it, if you will, which is all just digital. You're not really stashing anything. But keep an eye on it every so often. Initially, man, it had me watching it like all throughout a weekend, the first weekend. It was like, oh, it's up. Oh, it's down again. Oh, it's up a little. Oh, it's down again. It's I mean, It was enough to drive you nuts. So I said, ah, forget it. Close that app. And I look at it, you know, once every couple of days. And the last time I looked, though, I had doubled what I had bought it for. So who knows? It could go crashing. (laughs) Maybe it'll go up more when Elon Musk hosts Saturday Night Live.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Because that's coming up next weekend. So... Now we talked last week. We talked on the show about um, a a restaurant, a local restaurant, who had some robots. And we went actually that before the show aired. We even went to it and posted some pictures on our site. So if you haven't seen our website or listened to the show from last week, um, check this uh, this restaurant locally that apparently they had some issues hiring people, so they bought thirty thousand dollars in robots. Yeah, three robots, right? Named Peanut, Beavis, and Butthead.
0: But we do show you some video that we took just on our phones, and we posted it at intotomorrow.com. Look, I think it was in last weekend's show, yeah, right? Um, so look for that. But we show you the video. Robots were bringing us the food. Serve, well, they weren't serving it. that server came yeah. along because some people were commenting on my Facebook where I first posted it. You know, well, gee, I'm all about supporting servers. And so, well, they're still, they still had servers. Yeah. They took our order
1: and so forth. But the robots delivered it. Right. And they have a host robot that sort of well, you follow the robot to your table, and you yeah. get there. Okay, you are, you have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really kind
0: of a goofy place, got kind of a dive, almost like a hole yeah. in the wall kind of restaurant. I wasn't overly impressed with the place or the food, for that matter, uh, and the ownership seemed to not really care. You know, we even asked them to give our card to the manager so they'd know and and tell them, hey, tune in. We weren't looking for a free meal, so, you know, don't panic. And they said, well, good luck with that. They don't speak English. (laughs) Great. So what do they speak? Chinese. Oh, terrific! Uh, so and never, never did see a manager or anything. So ah, so what? But it but, was an interesting experience. Yeah, still. it was, <laughs> and it was okay. Cameron had kind of popcorn shrimp, and and uh, Fausto and Israel did uh, uh, a seafood boil, you know, with a bunch of different kind of seafood. And I forgot what you had. I some, had
1: uh, fried catfish. Fried catfish. It's, it's a Louisiana style seafood restaurant. Yeah. Basically.
0: Okay. okay. So it was kind of Cajuny. Yeah. But we did put some video up on the site if you're curious about. Robots serving you at a restaurant. We're going to see probably a lot more of that yeah. into tomorrow, but visit us at Intutomorrow.com and check it out.
2: Guys, by now you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888 914 4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888 914 4247. That's 888 914 4247. Call 888 914 4247.
0: Welcome you back
1: into tomorrow with open arms. I'm Dave Craveline. I'm Chris Craveline. This portion of into tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. For more info, text radio to 35,000 again, text the word at radio to three five zero 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 coming up in just a few minutes. We talked to Matt Boutard. He's managing director of a company called bodyguard. They offer a text moderation solution that protects people platforms and communities against toxic content online.
0: Rachel, IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the
3: world. With this thing, look back at IFA's
4: historic past. Here's Chris Graveline. Historic
1: past past, 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 past. In August of 1930, Albert Einstein was the keynote speaker at the opening of the seventh big German radio exhibition. Today, known as IFA. The show was held at the Berlin Fairgrounds, which were now centered around the newly erected Berlin Radio Tower. Or, a Oh, funk term, yes. Funk is German for radio. Yes. Term is tower. Yes. Ah. Uh, the German name of this national landmark, which is still one of the main attractions of Berlin, like the Eiffel Tower in Paris, after which the funk term had been modeled. At the show, TV receivers with the mechanical Nipkow disc were shown, but the company Leuve demonstrated the first television with a Braun tube. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. Where
0: tech is back, by the way. And we, hopefully, will be there. So far, that's the plan. We keep hearing our CDC and then EU saying they'll let us in if we're vaccinated. And you and I are. And hopefully any other team member that joins us in the broadcast booth at IFA will be as well. So we'll see what happens. When you call in and participate, when we hear you on the show, you win some fabulous prizes. No promises, no guarantees. But do tell us, when you call in... And we'll do our best to get that item to you. For example... From OAXIS, we've got
1: my first instant camera for kids.
0: Oh, if you've got a young one, that's a really cool thing. From Backtrack,
1: some C6 keychain breathalyzers. Easily estimate your alcohol level. From Sol Pro, we've got a Helios smart battery pack and solar-powered travel charger.
0: Very handy. From Sylvania, they sent us several Smart Plus Wi-Fi light bulbs. So that might be your introduction into your smart home... You can ask for some smart plus Wi-Fi light
1: bulbs. We've got one of the newer iPhones for, from Casely. We've got some bold cases for iPhones with various designs.
0: And hate to remind you, but if you've not done your taxes yet, tisk tisk. you've still got time if you hurry. You can ask us for some TurboTax code. These are good for any of their products, up to like 200 dollars value, so you can file your income tax returns fast and easily. It includes state returns if you should need that. Fortunately, we don't need that in Florida. Two weeks left to file your taxes under the extended
1: filing deadline. So check it out. Participate how? By calling 800-899-INTO, that's 800-899-4686, using the free Into Tomorrow app to send a message to studio. Or you can ask Dave by clicking that red button on our website anytime from any browser at intotomorrow.com. There you go. Just click on it and participate from any browser, as Chris said. Let's
0: meet and you'll see what I'm talking about at intotomorrow.com.
4: United we stand. 1-800-539-9460.
0: As Into Tomorrow continues our 26th year on the air, our next guest joins us from France, or France, if you will. They provide a text moderation solution which protects people platforms, communities against all kinds of toxic content online. The managing director of a company called Bodyguard is Matt Butard. Matt, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you?
5: Thank you, Dave. Uh, thanks for having Great, thank you. Terrific,
0: and how are things in France? Uh, by, the, by technology, we're able to have you join us on a Zoom video so that we can not only see you, but you can give us an example uh, sharing your screen and showing us what Bodyguard is. But give me an idea what Bodyguard is all about other than my brief introduction there.
5: Uh-huh. So Bodyguard is actually a technology, an AI technology which detects in real time toxic content. What, what I mean by toxic content, um is you know insults um comments on- online uh, racism homophobia everything you can imagine uh but we also detect um cyber harassment on top of that
0: Oh, okay. So that's especially good, I guess, for uh, perhaps school-age children, things of that nature, anybody, but certainly school-age children that might have a a cyberbullying issue and their parents are concerned about, understandably, about how to resolve that or stop it, uh, turn it around, whatever. So you're actually monitoring, I'm guessing, all kinds of content, whether it's on what I like to call anti-social media uh, or general chats or otherwise, correct?
5: That's correct. So we've got more than 50,000 people using our products. Good. Um, And the way it works is we actually protect their social media. Uh, When you put something on Twitter, uh, for instance, we're going to analyze all the comments directed to you. And if we think and we detect that they are hateful, they're going to be deleted.
0: Okay. So now uh, I'm assuming what you've done at bodyguard.ai is the website. What you've done is that you've put in anything and everything you can think of in I'm assuming English, probably also French, other languages, I'm sure, uh, that would sound toxic or would be bullying or would be inflammatory in any way so that you can kind of alert us, perhaps? I mean, who who gets this information and how do we then deal with it?
5: Exactly. The, the point is actually the solution is preventive. Uh, you, we need to act before the damage is done. True. The, the, point, the point is when you know, a child is receiving uh, hateful comments, It is too late. You know, the demand is down. They already like feel some anxiety there. So we actually intercept all the comments before they reach people.
0: Now, of course, some moderation options are out there already. Uh, No, no doubt. You have apparently fine tuned them. Uh, But what is out there that you think is good? What do you think is bad? How are you different?
5: Yeah, you know, I think let's start with the big tech for sure. You know, like they've got um, a pretty strong expertise in the field, even though like they're not doing uh, great um, at the moment, especially Twitter. But well, um, so what they use is actually AI and machine learning, uh, which is not doing perfectly good when it comes to moderation. Um, what we are trying to do here is to apply uh, a technology to a social issue. Um, so this is one side of it. Then you've got the rest, and the rest um, is actually left with keyword moderation. Mm -hmm. Um, You just put um, a list of keywords um, that you don't want to appear on your social feed, for instance, or on your platforms. And uh, every time you see them, you actually remove the content, which is actually not um, a good idea um, to do because at times uh, a keyword can be a good thing to have. True. Um, I think that's... Probably a good moment to to share my screen and to give you some examples there.
0: Yes, please do. And and while you're beginning to share the screen and and we're taking a peek at what you're showing us, so go ahead and do that, uh, I'll mention that we've talked on the air, for example, several times about how I personally feel that Facebook, uh, certainly Twitter, has probably been the worst thing to happen to society in general (laughs) in many decades. While it can be good, information is very helpful, it can also be very detrimental. As you well know, and that's why you're doing what you're doing. So now, tell us what you're showing us here about Bodyguard.
5: Um, I, I think you know the first thing to say, just to um, explain why we've got a contextual um, technology. So we start with something uh, pretty easy. You know, you're social media, so I'm not going to write with a, a perfect English. Uh, Something like that. So So you're uh, writing just for the radio um, audience who
0: are. Let me let me, Matt, uh, explain to the radio audience who's not yet seeing the video uh, that you just typed in. uh, You're stupid. You are stupid, Uh, which obviously is somewhat toxic, obviously, and especially if there's a concern. So then what happens when somebody has written something like that, Uh, for example, on my Facebook page? uh, Whether it's accurate or not is a different story, (laughs) but but the fact is someone has, now you've added, you are so stupid. So the fact, I'm guessing, you could actually get in there regardless of what they're saying specifically and help prevent it.
5: That's correct. The tech was built on social media, okay. uh, with social media phrases. Um, so we detect emojis, typos, everything you can imagine from social media. So just to give you an example. Uh, and then here, what's important is actually the the the, the context. If I add, uh, no, um, um, I'm kidding, Dave, uh, for instance, here it's actually not helpful anymore. Because uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, okay. So, you know, this is where keyword moderation um, has limitations. and This is how we, we solve this limitation. Sure. Sure. Um, uh, another example of like contextual analysis, um, is something like that. You know, um, um, I was, let's say I was drinking a coffee on high streets, um, and I'm talking to my friend, uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And when, um, when someone told me that, um, you know, I was, let's say, uh, something like that. I'm not going to say that loud, um, with, uh,
0: Okay, uh, typing uh, a B word <laughs> that we wouldn't All be right. saying on the radio, but uh, you get the idea. And as you can
5: right. see here, um, the content analyze is not helpful. because I'm talking to you, Dave. Uh, you know, as a friend, I'm I'm trying to explain a situation that occurred to me, um, and even though the B word is there, um, the phrase and the the comment shouldn't be erased from social yeah. media. Ah, um, I see, and, and again, because uh, Matt, as I you say said, say, because uh, because uh, we uh, are. Same thing here. It's a different type of thing. Um, and
0: So because we are friends in a conversation, a friendly conversation, and you're describing something or someone but not directing it to me, um, you don't automatically eliminate that. And I'm seeing now if you're just calling me a B word, for example, it says bodyguard would have deleted this comment because it's an insult. Uh, as you analyze it, as people go, so that's fascinating. But now, how does that work on the various anti-social media? This is, for example, on Facebook or Twitter or something of that sort. Uh, it, does it work in real time?
5: It does work in real time. Um, the point I'm trying to make here is that moderation is personal. Yeah. Um, we, we we don't agree with like companies saying. This is okay. This is not okay uh, because it's a company point of view. This is not your point of view. So we want to give uh, people power over the, medera- the moderation.
0: Okay, very good. Yeah, I mean, you might have, in using that B word, be referring to a dog, a female dog, for example, and it might not be an issue, and therefore I would have some control uh, over doing that. Now, is this a program that is an app or something where we have to install it so it's sort of keeping an eye on all of our various social media, on all of our various devices as well, and is it available currently and for how much?
5: Correct. So there are two products. Okay. The first one is a mobile app that anyone can download for free. No ads. Uh, we don't use the data. Um, we are a social business in the first place. So Good. We, we feel that people should be protected all the time on social media. Uh, so you can just download Bodyguard uh, on your app stores. Um, and what you do next is you connect your social um, media to it. And then that's, that's, we do the rest. You know, we, we are connected there and we protect you. Gotcha. That's the first product for free, 100% for free. The, the second product, and this is where we make a bit of money, uh, is with businesses. Uh, when you look at it, there are millions of companies who've got um, you know, moderation issues, um, and they actually need a really strong tech to support and to grow their, their own communities, and we are here to support them.
0: Okay, terrific. And I'm assuming that's priced at various levels, depending on maybe the size of the business and how many accounts you're monitoring and that sort of thing.
5: Exactly, exactly like that.
0: Terrific. Well, what are you not doing yet that we might see into tomorrow? I mean, what else uh, are you looking at saying, well, we're really good at this, but we want to get better and add the following? What would that be?
5: So we are expert in text moderation. Um, the next um, step is actually images and videos. Um, something uh, we're looking into it. Um, it takes a lot of time. As you can see, our approach is to understand the issue itself, uh, not to apply technology to it. Um, so we need to really understand how like you know, toxic content with like, images uh, work to develop our tech, uh, which wow. takes a lot of time.
0: Oh, for sure. But I like what you're doing. I like how your website says to choose positive engagement and expert moderation solutions that do protect individuals, families, businesses. Do check them out at bodyguard.ai, as in artificial intelligence. But the domain is really a country, is it not?
5: No, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's artificial intelligence.
0: Yes, <laughs> but, but it's, uh, of course, bodyguard.ai. Matt, you're a delight to chat with. Keep up the good work because I'm sure you're helping a whole lot of people. And uh, I look forward to more and more that you guys can do, uh, especially as it relates to things like cyberbullying, among others. So uh, we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us. Thank you,
5: Dave. Have a
0: good day. You too. It's our pleasure. So from France, bodyguard.ai. We'll get you there, of course. Visit 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 us at intotomorrow.com, where you'll see what Matt and his team are up to, and all of our guests. Be sure and visit us at intotomorrow.com. Again, watch all the videos, and you can see everything we're talking about. Meantime, I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues from Virtual CES 2021, right here on the Advanced Media Network.
3: This is Cameron Graveline. I bet that you have a question about anything involving consumer tech. Or maybe you want to help another one of our listeners with your experience with a similar problem. Or maybe you'd like to tell us what you liked or didn't like most about technology. Call me anytime at 800-899-N2.
0: Well, it, call Cam. There you okay. go. Thank you, Cameron. <laughs> call him anytime, as he said, at 800-899-INTO.
1: And I'm also a Graveline. I'm Dave. Uh, I'm Chris. Don't forget you can listen 24-7 on our website. StreamGuys.com helps us stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop, 24-7, all day, every day dot com. You you make it sound like that's not a good thing. It's a great thing. Okay, just checking. Earl in
0: Guam listens online and, of course, on K57 KGUM. Hello, Earl.
3: It's about Adobe Illustrator. The subscription is good for a year. If I purchase the Illustrator, what happens at the end of the subscription? Does the software become unusable or does it just block me from getting updates?
0: Well, Earl, the software will stay installed and allow you to pick up where you left off if you subscribe again, but it won't work unless you do. Adobe switched to a monthly or yearly license model a few years ago, and the way most other companies have done over these last few years. For example, Microsoft's Office works this way now too or whatever they're calling it today because yeah they change
1: the name of that constantly microsoft 365 whatever yeah whatever it's called this week yeah the timed license model allowed them to skirt a lot of the piracy issues they used to have and was favored by heavy professional users who found themselves having to spend the better part of a thousand dollars every year or two to upgrade to the current version at the time now they can remain on the latest version or run parallel versions for the monthly fee now it doesn't work well for individual users but it works for Adobe's target audience. Yeah,
0: and of course it works for Adobe because they're making a killing. Any files that you created will remain on your computer. And if they're compatible with other software, they'll be functional but the Adobe
1: programs themselves won't work, again, unless you renew your license. Yeah, now, if you're a casual user, there are alternatives out there, like Vector or Inkscape, that might work for you, but nothing will be exactly like Illustrator.
0: Yeah, just not going to be the case. But that, again, is very typical of a lot of companies that are just greedy. They want to make more money. Jason in Decatur, Illinois, listening on WSOY. Hey, Jason.
4: Having an issue getting my Spotify to play on my 2011 Chevy pickup truck.
0: Ah. Well, Jason, we won't be able to help you much without knowing what you're seeing, but there are some issues we've heard of in the past that might shed some light.
1: Yeah, I mean, the biggest issue is that you have a Chevy. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I'm a Ford guy. What can I say? I uh, figured. Yeah. Now, t- uh, 2011 was the year in which Chevy integrated Spotify into their factory stereos. Now, for a while, people reported issues getting Spotify to play from the phone via Bluetooth, but USB cables worked as expected. Now, if you're using the Spotify app on the radio rather than the phone, some older chevy apps required a monthly in-car wi-fi subscription to work so if either one of those sounds like your problem using the usb cable might help you
0: yeah deleting the phone from the radio and repairing it not fixing it but pairing it again it may be enough too Uh, again if you're trying to play spotify via bluetooth so give that a shot that might help i mean we're not going to hold our breath but that could be and then
1: if it doesn't work just go out and buy a ford
0: no that's, no, that's silly. It's not like, you know, don't get an iPhone. You know, I say that all the time. You should drive a Ford and use an iPhone. No, 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 no. Neither of the above. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But do let us know, Jason, if that solved the problem again, because it will help other listeners. Or what did you end up doing that did solve the problem? Listeners helping listeners. Great calls. Great way to participate and you win prizes that way too. Speaking of prizes, we got some
1: goodies to share. You want to just mention a couple real quick? Yeah, from uh, Backtrack, we've got some uh, keychain breathalyzers. So as you're getting in your Chevy pickup truck, you can make sure you're not intoxicated. Oh, jeez, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, you want to start a smart home thing happening? Well, how about some Smart Plus Wi Fi light bulbs from Sylvania? We've got uh, My First Instant Camera for Kids from Oaxis. That's a pretty cool thing, too. From Casely Bold, cases for various iPhones with all kinds of different designs. So you're looking for a case for your iPhone, we might be able to help you out there.
1: And if you want any of these prizes, no promises gar- or no guarantees, but when you call and participate, make sure you tell us which one of these you'd like. That go. 800
3: 899 2 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features. Free HD DVR upgrade. Free installation and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. That's eight 855- five. 5212 6536. Limited time offer, 24 month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time.
0: Let us send you prizes when we hear you on the air. It's easy. You can either call this number, toll-free from anywhere in North America, anytime, 24-7. 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. Or the coolest, newest, easiest way, visit intotomorrow.com, hit the Ask Dave button, and participate that way. Or, of course,
1: the free Into Tomorrow apps. This portion of Into tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. It's easy to give your own podcast a try. No contracts or cancellation fees. Go to Blubrry.com and start your free trial. Bruce in North
0: Hollywood, California, listens to the free podcasts on Blueberry. Welcome into Tomorrow.
4: I'm buying a new laptop, and a lot of my programs I've purchased, they have registration keys. I'm wondering is are most registration keys tied to a specific piece of hardware, namely my laptop, or can they be transferred to new laptop? Well, Bruce, it
0: will depend on the specific piece of software. Some are tied only to the license key and can be ported to other devices. Others, famously famously Windows itself, for example, will check the hardware they're installed on and lock themselves to it.
1: Yeah, for the most part, you will be able to move licenses across computers. But there may be some hurdles, not just with hardware, but with the concept of active installations. Lots of software products call home these days, and you may find that a remote server thinks you have two active installations when you only paid for a single license if you run into that problem uninstalling the software from your old laptop usually eliminates that problem
0: yeah now the most likely case is that you'll be able to transfer your software and nothing except for the os itself the operating system will be locked to the old hardware
1: but your mileage may vary and even the os a lot of times i know microsoft used to be able to if you've getting rid of one laptop, you usually can call them and say, I've replaced my laptop. I just need to move my Windows license over. They used to activate it at least once on another machine. So That's you can true. always try calling the software company, customer service or tech support. Sometimes they'll do that for you.
0: And don't be intimidated by calling. First time I heard call Microsoft, it was like, oh yeah, like that'll happen. You know, and it did. They do that occasionally and they're fairly responsive about that. So
1: yeah, because I did that when I upgraded a hard drive on a laptop. and so I, It wasn't a new machine, just a new hard drive, so they they moved my license over.
0: Meantime, call us at 800-899-INTO and meet us at intotomorrow.com.
2: Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7,